And this time on Culture File, how good are you at procrastination? Those blessed with real chops for it know that a proper, concerted bout of procrastination can produce the kind of soaring out-of-body experiences of which Zen masters only dream. But there are downsides. Procrastinators notably never get their intros finished, always bathing in pools of frantic inactivity, until finally, finally, no time remains, and they have to introduce our latest epistle from Hollywood. This is Rob Long with Martini Shot. For the past week, I've been rereading an excellent book called Getting Things Done by a very interesting guy named David Allen. The book's title sort of gives it all away. It's a book about, well, it's about getting things done, and it's a pretty thorough, compelling system for organizing your life and work for maximum productivity. Now, there's a fair amount of work on my plate for the next three weeks, so the fact that I spent the past week rereading Getting Things Done, a book I first picked up nearly 12 years ago, rather than, say, getting anything done has a certain cheap irony to it. Like all really, really lazy people, everything I do during the day that isn't what I'm supposed to be doing during the day, like staring at the ceiling, checking in with Twitter, clicking around TikTok, updating my list of enemies... All of it packs a specific sting. Why are you doing this? I will ask myself. Put down the crossword puzzle, I will say to myself. For a long time, I tried the Buddhist approach to getting things done, which, yeah, I get it. Buddhism isn't the best productivity hack. But I try to be what they call present to the process. Ah, yes, I'd say to myself. I'm noticing that I'm avoiding getting writing done. How interesting. No judgment. Just noticing. I still wouldn't get anything done, but I'd be, you know, relaxed about it, which is not a sustainable solution. I even once went to a psychiatrist to get some advice for dealing with my chronic procrastination. Do you have a hard time starting things? He asked. Yes, I said. And doing them once I've started, continuing to do them, and finishing them, I added cheerfully, as if what I was trying to do was impress him with my inability to get anything going, as if he was going to hand out awards later for, I don't know, best putting things off until it's almost a contractual violation. Instead, he looked at me sadly and said, Maybe you're just not meant to be someone with deadlines, which for a writer is sort of an existential issue and which I later learned was probably some kind of breach of professional ethics on his part. But it did the trick and then I never went back and have spent the ensuing years picking up this book or that about time management or workflow or self-help and, of course, getting things done. A month or so ago, I had a script due. It was, in many ways, the perfect test case for a truly dysfunctional procrastinator. The project had been long simmering. There was plenty of time for outlines and revisions. The deadline agreed to was ample and months away. In other words, a normal person working slowly and deliberately in a stress-free and measured way could easily meet each key deadline without any trouble at all. There was no reasonable way, in other words, to explain why I had dithered and frittered away so much time except to admit that I am, in fact, a dysfunctional person who cannot manage himself. And it's incredible that I have come this far. And then the worst possible thing happened. I got an excuse. COVID has, of course, it goes without saying, been a terrible tragedy for the world. People have lost loved ones, not to mention jobs and savings and businesses and stipulated COVID is an unspeakable global disaster. However, 
because it's disrupted the normal pattern of television production along with the usual crush of development and casting a series the one group that has materially benefited from the worldwide pandemic has been my tribe the procrastinators in december when i should have been finishing up the script for my deadline in january i instead decided to put it all off until after the new year after which I knew I'd have plenty of time to fix and polish the draft and get it in right when it was wanted. Now, this is a pattern I've repeated for decades. I look at the job ahead of me, I look at the calendar, and then in a series of complicated and delusional logic steps, I prove that I still have a lot of time left. That's no need to panic. You can take the week off. You'll power through it next week or next month or later when there's plenty of time. This time, I did all of that, of course, plus... I got COVID. The, the mildest case, a week or so at best, some mild fever, a little fatigue. But I'm a lucky person, and I'm grateful to God that it was just a touch. However, the thing is, when you get COVID, you're automatically relieved of any accountability for a while. Your past agreements and covenants are null and void. You can be as late as you like with material. And here's what's amazing. No one can say anything about it because you have COVID. And COVID is serious, even if yours isn't. And no one wants to be the guy who calls you up and says, hey, come on, you're not that sick, get back to work. Instead, they have to say, oh, my Lord, please take care of yourself, really. Your health is the most important thing. Take whatever time you need. And when they call a few weeks later, just to check in, just making sure you're feeling okay, you can answer the phone like this. Hello? <coughs> Hello? And that buys you another two weeks tops. Of course, eventually, you have to recover. The World Health Organization puts it at 10 to 12 days, but if you're smart, you can get two solid weeks of deep, rich procrastination in without penalty or sanction. But eventually, you do have to actually get something done, which is why for the past week, I've been rereading getting things done without getting anything done. But tomorrow, Day after at the latest, I am going to power through. Although now that I look at the calendar, I see that there's plenty of time left. And that's it for this week. Next week, the deal gets extended. For Martini Shot, this is Rob Long. Well, it's worked this far, so he most likely will be back. Tomorrow, it's Culture File Likes, and then on Saturday evening, the Culture File Weekly takes in reality dating, a love story about a table, and a few moments of contemplative dance. That's Saturday, 6.30pm, here on RTE Lyric FM.